0: hi everyone this is Dami once again and i'm here with you with another podcast that basically talks about the love of god that doesn't quit so today we will talk on one of the characteristics of that love And you know we've been checking out the book of first corinthians 13 verse 47 so today we'll talk about the love of god that doesn't quit the bible says the love love isn't happy with evil but rather rejoices in the truth you know so um basically this love that doesn't quit or us, this love that is always there for us this love is our safe house this love doesn't i'm sorry this love is forever eternal <laughs> yeah love of god is eternal and this path that doesn't snitch out on us it's basically um it's evil but rather rejoices in sin sorry in truth so now let's find, let's find out what evil is and what truth is so Evil basically means you know um, anything that is basically in opposition to God while truth is opposite of evil, so anything that is in conjunction to God and the Jews is basically truth. While anything that is opposition to God and the Jews is basically evil. Now the scriptures even further, you know, simplifies this thing by making us know um when Jesus says I'm the way, the truth and the life so who is the person that is talking in this scripture is jesus actually so we can basically we basically understand here that jesus is the truth so we can also see that the love of god that doesn't quit based on first corinthians 13 verse 7 makes us understand that this love hates sin because sin is evil this love hates anything that opposes god and his nature while this love rejoices in truth, so basically this love rejoices in Jesus, this love rejoices in anything that has to be Jesus this love rejoices anything that is in conjunction with Christ and his rules so therefore, um, let me just make this very clear, that whatever love that makes us comfortable in anything that opposes God is not the actual love of Christ but rather if the love that you have for god or if the love that you that you were preached to sorry if the love that was preached to you the love that you accepted is a love that actually makes you rejoice and you know you you are happy in anything that ha- we are ha- happy with anything that has to do with god you rejoice in truth you you flourish in truth then you've obviously accepted the right kind of love so any love that propels you towards a life of holiness any love that propels you towards you know wanting to conform to the image of christ any love that propels you Towards the life of righteousness. That is basically the love of God. That is the love of God that doesn't quit. Now we're actually saying this from the book of First Corinthians 13. So it's not something I'm just saying from my head. So we're using the scriptures to actually describe this love. But rather if the love that you have doesn't propel you towards life of holiness, doesn't propel you towards conformity to Christ's nature. The love that you have doesn't propel you towards the love that you have rejoices in sin. The love that you have is still comfortable in living in sin, and you don't feel a particular kind of way, making you know that this is not who you are. You're a new creature. We don't do this as people who are now with the light. If the love that you have doesn't doesn't nudge like that, and makes you, but rather makes you comfortable in sin, makes you comfortable in evil, makes you comfortable if any and and. Um, makes you happy with anything that opposes the scripture you are basically not on the right way or the right pathway the love you've accepted is not actually the actual love of christ now you see the book of first corinthians 13 basically gives you a description of the love of god that we preach about these days so i'm just going to say this that Whatever message that you hear that talks about Jesus, that talks about the love of Christ, I would advise everyone, including myself, to always check it out with the scriptures. Right the book of First Corinthians 13. If the message of love of Christ that you hear doesn't tally with any of these things you've read in the scripture, then that love that, you've, that love that is being preached is a counterfeit kind of love. And the painful thing about having a counterfeit kind of love is that it actually robs you the of the real thing and the real thing is what actually leads to eternal life so if you're operating a counterfeit kind of love then you cannot get to eternal life because it's actually the real love that leads to eternal life so the counterfeit love doesn't lead to eternal life so if your love that you operate on is a love that doesn't fit into any of the characteristics Mm. of First Corinthians 13 verse 47 then You're obviously not on the right path, so we need to check out the messages you've heard, check out the love of God that you've accepted. Because I know there are a lot of messages on love these days that makes you that says something like, "Um, once you've given your life to Christ, God has paid the price for everything you've done, and so you're you are free to do whatever you want to do." So you still basically behave like a mere man. When I mean mere man, you still behave like a sinner someone who has not accepted the love of Christ. Now, this actually opposes what's actually what is in the book of First Corinthians 13 because the Bible says here that the love of God, that means the love of God that you should accept is a kind of love that is not comfortable in sin, but rather is comfortable in righteousness, in truth. So that means if the love of God that you've accepted, that was preached to you or that you're preaching is a love that says, since Jesus has died for me, I can do whatever I want he has paid the price you say it is finished that's what a lot of people say because Jesus said on the cross that it's finished that means everything has he has done everything just continue living your life like a normal like a normal person keep flexing and flinging around as you like however if you check out the book of first Corinthians 13 it opposes that notion because this love of God that you have received or the actual love of God that you are supposed to receive is as a matter of fact supposed to make you uncomfortable in living like the world. That's how it is. So if the love of God that you received is still making you comfortable in living like the people in the world, then you've obviously not received the love of Christ. And check out that love that you received. Then um you know they are basically biblical scriptures and story that actually backs up even most of all these characteristics of the love. For example, the one I'm talking about today is love of God. Um the love of God rejoices in truth but rather hates evil. If you read virtually all of the miracles that Jesus performed on her, especially the one of Mary Magdalene where she was about to be stoned to death and all, you know, when 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 the people the Pharisees and Sadducees were supposed to when the Pharisees and Sadducees dropped off their stones and walked off one by one it was so funny because jesus told her go and sin no more if you read virtually all of his miracles after he healed them he would tell them go and sin no more. Is that's the love of Christ? The love of Christ is supposed to pull you towards righteousness. The love of God is supposed to pull you towards holiness. The love of Christ is supposed to pull you towards sin, because even the Scripture says that the grace of God has appeared to us all to say, no knows every form of ungodliness." That's the love of God. The love of God is supposed to allow, give us the ability to give us the strength to say no to any form of ungodliness. That's sin, basically. So, the love of God is supposed to propel you out of this thing. The love of God is supposed to pull you out of it. So, that's also a biblical story that you know that that further expatiates on the love of God. It's sin, and rather rejoices in um in truth. So, um, this is also very important. Let me just say this. So, you see the fact that probably. You pray to God and God answers your prayer, or yeah, God even heals you of a particular um, disease. For example, you were blind and you could see, God healed you, or uh, you were lame and you obviously just start walking after praying, or you know, they laid hands on you and you start praying. And you start walking, that's a beautiful thing. As a matter of fact, Jesus even did that to the unbelievers. If you remember, most of those miracles, it's either blind. The, I think blind the, the blind man that cried out to God, say, Son of David, have mercy upon me. We was never even recorded that man was a Christian or was a follower of Christ, but yet the love of God reached out to him and it healed him of that blindness. But afterwards, he told him, Go and sin no more. So God can actually heal you. Even if, even if other yeah, God can actually heal you and answer your prayers. But that doesn't mean you're his child. That doesn't mean that you have accepted that love. That the love of God will reach out to you. And you know, when you pray, you're in pain, you're in agony. You ask God for this and that. He can answer you. But there's always a message behind the answering. After He answers you, that love of God. If you now accept the love, the love of God is supposed to enable you to go and sin no more. So why am I saying this? Don't be fooled. This is also for myself, also don't be fooled if you ask God for something and God answers you you ask God for a child for a job or whatever desires that you have or you were even sick or they even raised you from the dead self like Lazarus if you are raised up but yet that's a miracle though. and the funny thing that socials perform these miracles that's the funny thing if you go to Babalawo, they feel they can heal you like they can do the incantations and whatever appears appeal to their gods or whatever and get evil and all but that doesn't mean that your soul is not so condemned so what am i trying to say these miracles that you see you see you see in the bible that jesus performed it is also possible that is so sure anybody that uses black magic can also perform these miracles as a matter of fact people that pray to god to give them money and everything god can give them if you go for rituals you will also get that money but the difference between both of you is that the aftermath what's the aftermath the aftermath of a person who comes in contact with the love of god is that he or she um starts, um starts the journey of holiness starts the journey of righteousness towards Christ while the other person still basically does the same thing so you're still comfortable in sin you still do all of the things that that are in opposition to God you 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 are your soul is still you're still condemned your soul is still is still bound for eternal condemnation just before and before anybody says I'm being judgmental because i hear that a lot this is basically scriptures so even jesus says that you know if you believe in jesus if you believe in him that's when you have eternal life it's not if you if he heals you no He can heal you but you don't still believe in him that he can give you eternal life so those, those are two separate things. So even if God heals you of your infirmity, God heals you of your disease, God does every other thing. In fact, He even answers your prayer. And you're living the most beautiful life on it. As a matter of fact, I feel this is also a perfect, a perfect example of, um, a perfect explanation of when the Bible says, um, what does it profit a man to gain the old world and lose your soul? It's still the same thing. So, God can even give you all of these things you're asking for. In in, in, in the right sense, you're gaining the old world. You're gaining everything that your heart desires. So, you pray to God, you want a husband. God, God gives you one. You pray to God, you want a child. He gives you one. You pray to God, you want a beautiful job. He gives you one. You walk towards you. You attain everything that you So, you've gained the old world. As a matter of fact, you might even have been dying. You might have been sick. And God's love still reached out to you. And then He healed you divinely. In fact, you're you're gaining you're not losing you are you are gaining but everything you've gained are still, are still earthly things so in that sense you're you're actually getting the whole world but what's the point if you don't still accept that love of god unless it propel you towards a life of holiness then you become a, a practical example of the man who has gained the whole world and he has lost his soul because everything that God does for you. So let me let me say this. Every miracle that God performs for you can never exceed the face of this earth. So you praise to God to God give you a job. He gives you the job. If you die, you cannot take that job with you. Another person will pray he'll give that job to someone else. You pray for a child or whatever. If you die untimely, not even untimely. Everybody will die. So whenever you die, that child cannot go with you so every of the miracles that god even performs from you even if god raises you from the dead the first time the second time you still die and the, even if you raise the second time there will be a time when if you didn't pray, it will not raise you why because that's your time up everybody must die you, you you cannot you cannot live forever as far as you're seeing this mortal body so anything that god does for you any any Miracle, anything, any answered prayer can never exceed the surface of this earth. The only thing that will exceed the surface of this earth is if you accept that love and it gives you eternal life. So I'm I'm admonishing each and every one of us today. Check out the love. Examine the love that you've received according to the scriptures. If you know that the love of God that you've received doesn't tally with any of the things in the scriptures, please I beg you, drop that love, because that love is robbing you. Of the real thing and so only the real thing that leads to eternal life thank you for listening to me with the short, listen to my very short long podcast um, kindly share this message to anybody your friends your loved ones everyone so as you know to further identify the church and to reach out to lost souls because God is is interested in lost so as a matter of fact that is the reason why he died he didn't die to give you money he did not die to give you sound health all of those things are secondary the primary thing is eternal life so please wherever if you're listening to this, pod, if you're listening to this podcast wherever you find yourself just make it a habit make it um yeah a habit of Extending the love of Christ to people, you don't have to necessarily say it with your words, but your actions just behave like Christ, and you know, um, we'll ruin souls for Jesus in Jesus' name, amen. So, enjoy your day, and thank you for listening. Bye bye.